So, last time on the War for the Crown, uh, we are still in the Dignified Repository. We are still working our way down into Martella's safe house because we got a little slowed down by, I think, not having Joe. Yeah, Joe's actually missed two sessions in a row now. But it was kind of not his fault last time because, you know, Hurricane. hurricanes, etc. I don't think anybody can really blame him. Uh, but seeing as he's gone, again... He's, this is going to be a little awkward if he does manage to get here. I mean, the good it's good news, bad news. If he entirely misses this session, we don't really have to do anything to catch him back up because he just missed the entire warehouse. And the catch-up is, hey, we're out of the warehouse yeah. now. So, but if he comes in mid-session... Well, you got to give him his kill count. I don't know what it is. Uh, his kill it. count is yes. It's a lot, though. He actually didn't do that many last session because as you got into the lower levels here after having captured and left Mr. Smiles tied up in the closet upstairs and made your way into the under levels, the sub-levels here, the safe house proper, these assassins are much more in their element. And fighting them in these twisting, narrow hallways and these small rooms and these thin corridors has given them a huge advantage with the smoke bombs and pellets they were carrying. And Sadara actually was functionally useless last time, and Baylor was nearly as useless as you, you just couldn't do anything as they kept their advance constantly covered by smoke as you had to just make like a rolling retreat to keep the fight going. But you managed to, as you can see here on your screen, if you are watching this, defeat all of them eventually, where you were approached by what ended up being a servant of Thamar Gix, a fantionette under the guise of a small child, which you also then proceeded to unceremoniously beat to death. And that's about where we were left. Now, the downside of that is on the tail end of all this fighting, you've been taking hits and taking shots, and your front line has been slowly getting whittled down, and you've been having to expend resources, and you're, you're really starting to get low on things you have available to you. And this is... Incredibly apparent for Nell and the Nori, who on the tail end of the fight with the Fantionette are still quite injured. And you are... You have an okay supply of health potions left, but that as well is certainly starting to run thin. So we left off immediately after slaying the Fantionette and uh, bringing this spider doll demon thing down. Villar's taking a scratch. Inori's feeling it. <laughs> Nell <laughs> is also pretty severely injured. Uh, that, that creature took was. A couple hits. And that creature think, was not a light encounter. I think I may have legitimately originally walked into this warehouse with this amount of health. Yeah, I don't know if you've actually got hit during the Fantionet or the fight with the assassins down here. I don't think I've been hit since yesterday. Yeah, none of I them had. Any range, none of them had any ranged attacks or anything. And the only thing, yeah, even in the warehouse above, the only thing it targeted you was like one guy throwing a dart <laughs> that didn't hit you because they targeted That he said that now. So everything oh, was yes, going to dead. Yeah. Oh, you're, yeah, you're super dead. But I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. But <laughs> you're super dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely dead. So if you got any like. suppose what 
Oh, I suppose now that the spider thing is dead, I'm gonna drink my last potion. That's a good idea to start. Did you... I'm gonna ask you, like, honor system, do you remember, did you search these cultists? I don't know if you actually... I don't know if you had the yes, opportunity. I set all of their stuff aside and put it by the secret entrance where we okay, came in. Yeah, it's... All of their stuff was put over here and we kept their potions. I only took one potion off of their bodies and Anori got the rest. Okay, because you did get, I think, a total of eight potions from them. So you've actually got a fairly good supply of potions of Kaylai wins. <laughs> you have a lot more than I healed for five. We did not search the Fantianet. The Fantianet does not have anything on her. I didn't oh. think so, but... She has a dress that is like torn and tattered from sticking insane spider limbs through it, but otherwise she wields no weapons, she carries no supplies, and you don't imagine that there's any easy way to fashion any sort of this, or any part of this monstrosity into something useful. Even if you could, would you want to? Not really. It's fairly unsettling. If we needed to. <laughs> Fair. So Nell drinks the potion and heals for five. Uh, this cleans him up a bit. It doesn't make him look any better, but it will at least make him feel a little bit better. He's still clearly very wounded. You said you had a, a thing for me there, Baylor. Yeah. I'll cast my uh, Celestial Healing on an Ori. And that... Uh... As you infuse here with that energy, you cast your spell and I touch, I think, or close. Either way, the holy energy flows into Anori, and it's much slower acting than a magical potion or a cleric's heal. But over time, you can feel it working. You can feel the pain start to recede, and your wounds start to close, and you heal for, what, 10 over the course of a minute? Yep. Over the next minute, you get 10 health back. I don't suppose we have any more potions, do we? You should have a bunch. You got eight just from these cultists. Yeah, I don't know how many were used, though. Yeah, I know you only have one of them because you only took one, so it's whoever has them at the party loot sheet. Um, I only have two left. I have five on me because you guys kept giving them to me when I kept telling That's you to take went. them yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's better that you have them so that if we get knocked out, you can just... Yeah. At least that's, that's my thought about it. And uh, Dara would speak up, I only have one as well. The one that I purchased above from the alchemist. He hasn't been hit down here at all. No, I am fine. I have kept my distance. Uh, please, take them as you need. Excellent. We need all be in good shape. I'll just take one from the uh, medicine shop here. And, and I will down that one as well. You want from Baylor's budget alchemies? I about rolled a d20. Yeah, d20 plus one healing. Well, that uh, one that potion wasn't very good. Doesn't do quite oh, as well, and you get an additional two health back. Can you hero point a potion? 
do you, if you really, really wanted to. I don't see why not. <laughs> that I is entirely up to you. To I mean, we're like in battle and desperately needed. Maybe not a horrible use of a hero point, but I yeah, would probably, consider that. Yeah, probably not right now. I can use my Pearl of Power and get another Celestial Healing back if we want one of those. Save that for when we face Wasilka. Do we not... And uh, then put it on... Will he not need these spells prepared in advance? If he intend to use them then, should we not ready now? I'm not sure how whatever it is that he's doing works, honestly. I just know that if the spell heals over time, as I just saw, then it would be better to use when we go into dealing with Wasilka herself. On whichever one of us, Baylor deems appropriate. Well, it's basically going to be between either a celestial healing or an ear-piercing scream... And as we've seen before, if Wasilka is some form of bard, ear-piercing scream probably isn't going to do much. Do we have any idea what kind of uh, background she has? Anything? I know? never met her. You guys did, but I never personally spoke to her. Well, I wasn't exactly eyeing background. her for being an assassin at the time either. The only background I got from her is that her last name is Freeling. That is all I really know about her. Oh, aside from what she told us about being an entertainer, of course. Was we there anything she did or anything she said that seemed unusual that could have pointed to something? Not out of of the ordinary she seemed acrobatic and just an entertainer pretty pleasant i gotta be honest she seemed pleasant and she didn't seem to enjoy what she was doing I only met her very briefly but she gave no indication of her abilities beyond that she used to perform i don't know how successful it could be but we could always beat it out of smiles What? Did I say something offensive, guys? Thanks for a moment. Remember, if they do still have the bard bound upstairs. I just don't think that would be much more effective than what we were getting out of him before. He doesn't like answering questions very much. Here's some free advice, Nell. They never like answering the questions. Not many people do when we're punching them. Exactly. So what do you want to do, party? I want to go home and get over rat fever. <laughs> what do you want to do I'm... before that? Like, what are you going to That's do? That's the long-term <laughs> goal, is to go home and get over the rat fever. I'm at the point 
I don't want to check more hallways. I just want to go to what I believe is the exit over here, past this long meeting table, and see what we find behind that door. I don't suspect anything else would be sharing her presence in this coming room, so we should be fairly safe in there. Still got to worry about Lasilka, and we have no idea what kind of guards or traps she has set up for herself. Definitely knows we're here, too. Oh, whatever she's got guarding, there's a lot less of them now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah, we did in the mouse. It's a grim laugh out of the party. As they kind of look back at the still beaten and bloodied corpses strewn across the room behind them. Back towards She's the gotta entry. run out eventually, I guess. And uh, Dara kind of puts a bit of a, a grin. They, surely they will run out of bodies at some point. So now, starts to move back to the west towards the long, well, the earthen hallway and then the long table on the far end where the fantinette had moved out disguised as a younger girl. There's a door visible in the distance at the far end, uh, clearly easily seen by the light of the lamp resting on the table at the end of the tunnel. Didn't know where it led, but straightforward from the entrance, it seemed a good, as good a place to check as any. There and, were uh, also the rooms to the north that all these men came out of if there were any more in there they would have come with these don't you think as you're all yeah. moving over towards the, uh, the the hallway here uh you see dara again kind of like a lagging a little behind as he slings dignity's bar back over his back he pulls out that small uh notepad again and makes a few more marks in it before pocketing it and rejoining the group At some point, we'll have to check up there. There might be some potions or usable resources that we can take. Well, I suppose it's worth remembering that our goal here is extraction. Regardless of what may be in those hallways, if we can get past without fighting, we still achieved our goal. What if there is another one of these creatures or worse lurking in the halls? Are we prepared? He says, uh, pointing down to the Fantinette's body. I think it would be best to avoid another one of those if we can notice them quick enough. Uh, no more children at all down here. Just attack them if they seem suspicious like that. Not I mean, a part of me easily. wants to say no, but a part of me agrees. I'm not saying necessarily lethally attack them, but just like force them back. Make them expose themselves for what they are. Don't allow them to get near us. No, no, darn not. Certainly do not allow them to get near us. I, I do not mean hit a, a child, please. Make, make sure they are what they are before we attack them. No. Slightly flustered as he backpedals both verbally and literally <laughs> down the hall as he makes his conversation <laughs> with his party as they move. 
slowly, of course, checking for any potential anything. Of course. Uh, I usually assume when you're traveling, if you're, not, if you're not trying to move very quickly, I will normally just assume that you are walking at half speed and taking 10. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start lifting a good amount of stuff from second edition because it's really, really good ideas. Uh, they have a lot more things to find than first edition does. Like the fact that you can just move at half speed and effectively do what their equivalent of take 10 on perception is. I'm just kind of assuming you guys have that. So you have, what, 18s on Inori and Baylor? Uh, you guys are taking 10 and a 16 on you? Yes. Because I, I imagine 16. you're probably not sprinting through the halls here. Definitely. No, I was definitely going to suggest that we uh, move slowly to make sure we don't run into any problems if we can avoid. Yeah, if there's, if there's no reason you're trying to hurry, I just assume you're moving slowly and taking 10 on perception. So if you pass anything, it takes 18 or less perception, you would just notice it. So I am going to go on ahead and make a perception check on this door just because okay. doors are scary. And Those are very scary. That doors is a have, solid 19. Doors have betrayed you several times already. Uh, but Very recently, exactly. Very, very recently, yes. And as you look over the, the door here, looking over the handle, now very cautious of tripwires or other traps, as you have, in the last two days, had as many doors stab you when opened, you don't see any indication of a tripwire or anything across this door. It appears to be safe. I will relay that to the party and ask if anyone else would like to check just for safety still paranoid concerns anyone else want to look at this door Nella's starting to rethink his job of door opener what do my elf eyes see uh about as I'm much like, as his uh, slightly less than now you kind of lean over his shoulder and give it a glance over as well uh looking as well as you can but nothing stands out to you and there are no apparent mechanisms attached to this door it seems to be a simple wooden construction Can I open the door from the side just for safety? Yeah, you can uh, like stand kind of around and just reach your arm out and just push it open like that. Yeah, you can do that. So when the okay. spikes pop up like, like this to, space, to he's not standing on them. So you're going <laughs> to yeah. step out just of the way Because here. if there's more knives being thrown through the doorway, I don't want to be where the knives are being thrown. That is a generally good idea. So you're going to step over to the side and reach out and uh, push with one hand and open this door. Uh, it creaks into another very narrow hallway, which, as you can see, seems to span north and south. Another thin, barely passable corridor. I believe I will... not seeing anything out of the ordinary, because it's, it's just a hallway. Something would stand out fairly easily, I think. Yeah, it's, it's actually... It's only remarkable feature is how truly just barren it is. Just like the hallways stretching across the north and south of the entrance, they are just a simple, uh, flat, hewn wooden corridor. No adornments, no decorations, nothing. It's functional. It connects okay. two areas. Step out here into the hallway. But as you step in, connects one area, really, because you see that it has only been excavated another maybe five feet to the south. It only seems to extend up to the north, back towards where you found the group of assassins. Is this another one of those look like they were building and just kind of stopped? It looks like this is just as far as the expansion has gotten. It doesn't look like a tunnel has collapsed or anything, but as 
many other places than a safe house. It just looks like there's a dog a little ways out to give the door room to swing open and maybe a little bit beyond that before construction simply stopped, leaving a rough hewn cavernous wall. It hasn't even been uh, properly plastered over like all the gray walls indicated on the map, the majority of them. Okay. I will relay what I'm seeing to the others behind me, letting them know that there's a hallway that extends somewhat in the direction of where the cultists were, but that I'm not sure if it connects. All I see is a hallway. Do we want to approach we'll the a... north from the other side, where those rooms the cultists already came out of? Let's Check them. Lord. Turns back to address the party and all starts to make his way up the hallway regardless. Just slowly. Slowly starting to explore this new discovery. I merely want to see if it connects. If this does connect, uh, might as well just go this way. I mean, the chances of a trap being laid just beyond those cultists is You're just like the same 15 feet be. away around the corner. Are you muttering to yourself or are you talking a lot louder than this? No, I'm, I'm talking back. I'm talking back. That's just, I, I mutter when I'm talking. Like, it's like you're like back. 15 feet down a hall around the corner if everyone else is like, you, he's you not in like, character muttering. He's IRL that's, muttering. Yeah, that's why I was clarifying. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. if that's no, how you're I, talking, I would definitely don't hear you. Really be talking back. Anori's going to step into the hallway and, and look at Nell and give him a signal to quiet it down a little bit. Well, I mean, we did deal with the cultists, and they do know we're here. I don't think just matters much at this point. Forward, forward, it is. With that, the pair start to make their way up, and possibly exchanging a glance and a shrug, Baylor and Dara line up to follow them. Now, the hallway does not go very far; maybe twenty-five, thirty feet the north before it ends, much like the previous did, in a ten-foot antechamber with another single, simple door, connecting back to the east, back towards where they'd come from. I suppose same treatment for this door as the others. You once again look over the door, having absolutely zero faith in doors at this point in your adventuring life, and with an 18, your investigation reveals nothing. No verifiers, no latches, no hinges. Seems as plain door as any other. I'll look back at Anori. Ask if Anori would like to take a shot at the door. And I will take a step back. I think you're good. Well, then I will open the door. The door connects back through, possibly as you had begun to suspect. Leading into the same hallway, lined with other branching doors you've been attacked by the assassins in the first place. Other than some sprays of blood around the light you can see peeking out from the furthest door on the left, far back at the eastern end, that are fairly recent additions. It looks the same as when you'd seen it previously. Alright. Well... I guess let's start checking these just for pros posterity. Is 
anyone gonna come? And Mel starts to move back out into this hallway, now approaching from the opposite side of where you had previously to see what he can discover. And as you walk through, all the doors are either ajar or holistically open as you make your way down this hall. And each of them has the same small arrangement of a cot and a bedside table inside of each. Uh, some of them well-made, as if they'd been untouched. Uh, some of them with their sheets ragged and tossed to the floor. But each of the individual rooms holds nothing of any real interest. Well, I suppose that only leaves us with one direction to check. Back down here. And looping back around to the site of their previous battle with the same assassins they'd found up there, they're only left with the southern hallway leading somewhere else in this underground complex. Once again, trapped in narrow, five-foot stone hallways. And uh, once again, the hallway turns, but this time does not open into a broader antechamber. It leads another approximately 20 feet around the corner, and then ends abruptly in a lone door. You would think that as a, a fighter using a, a very large shield, hallways would feel comfortable to me. But these hallways do not, not bring me comfort. I think anything's gonna this feel comfortable to you. The only thing you found down here are traps and assassins. <laughs> I think there's there's yeah. no part of this that will make you feel comfortable. We also found a creepy spider lady. And a creepy spider lady. So you do get a bonus creepy spider lady. You don't always get the creepy spider lady. It's usually extra. The door is neither a trap nor technically an assassin. Need you guys to be careful with dragging your tokens over uh, unrevealed areas if we're going to keep using advanced fog of war. Because if you drag over, you'll get the fog of war revealed permanently. So drag your tokens around to like the corner, drop them, pick them up, and move them where you want to go. Gonna actually move them through the uh, the passages now. Anyway, uh, looking over 21. this door, once again, never, ever going to simply trust. That a door is not going to attempt to stab him if given the opportunity. <laughs> Assassin layer. Now, once again, takes a moment to inspect this and see if he can find anything. Fortunately for him, he does not. And once again, this seems to be fairly simple. See, we don't Open know if that's fortunately or unfortunately. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> that could be anything, it could even be horrible. And as you open this door, you see through into yet another empty chamber. The hallway continues out a good distance to your west before widening up into what looks to be a training area uh, lined with racks of, a rack of mundane weapons and several target dummies. And lounging around at the far end of the room, at the very edge of the extent of your light and just in the darkness, is a halfling. Much like the ones who had joined Amistos when he first attacked. At the creak of the door and the light that flushes into the room, she notices you 
immediately and without a thought reaches for her rapier. Roll me some initiative. And I gotta get Dara's, so give me a sec. Oh no, that's uh. So yeah, not get a whole lot of initiative. And Dara. Roll, please. There we go. Yep, I am continuing to do my best to roleplay Dara, who exclusively rolls 19s and 20s by rolling exclusively 1s and 1s. It's not even 1s and 2s, it's it's actually just 1s. You're bad at Dara-ing. I am really, really bad at being Dara. But, good news, bad news, Inori is first. So, you're at the top of initiative, but Nell is in in your way. Uh, you can squeeze past him, but it does take you 15 feet of movement to get to this square right here. And additionally, you cannot charge while Nell is in front of you. I will hold and, uh, for Nell to go first. That's the correct answer, Nell. You're up next. You, you hear Inori ready herself behind you on her sword scraping against the wall as she quickly raises it. What are you up? What are you up to now? It does look I'm like it's a pretty say, straight line in front of you. It does, but I'm not taking that bait. I'm gonna say, play it safe. Could be more traps, and I'm going to move. And let me check. I think I have the movement. Yeah, because I'm level three. And as you move so. into the room, uh, you could see. A but there are several arrows and daggers sticking out of the three wooden dummies on the southern end of the room. And the passageway continues further off to the west into another room. And there's one other nook leading off from the north end of this room to a door. But there's nothing immediately apparent in this room that seems off to you. Okay. I will move moving. You can only all get the way up with a double move. Alright, you, you raise your sword and shield and move into the room cautiously. Suspicious of this lone guard. And take up position near her as she draws her rapier. I mean, you, you move in quickly, but not charging haphazardly. Inori. I'm going to move in as well. To here. And, um... Just take a defensive stance. Nori moves in the room behind Nell, stopping by the next dummy down the line. As everyone stops, uh, moves out of the way to clear the path for the wizard and the archer in the back. Baylor. I'll move up. And get down here. I'm out of the way. And I'm gonna go ahead and acid splash. 
Roll me that acid splash. Leaving a clear line of fire for Dara. Bellar joins by the last of the dummies in the room. Each of you taking cover, cover behind one of <laughs> the targets. <laughs> Using more caution to fight a single halfling than I think I've ever seen you use to fight anything. And uh, as that is a touch flat-footed attack, 14 on the acid splash will hit. Well, there's too many unknowns down here. Everything? Play safe. Exactly. Everything. Yeah, everything. Splash. Haha, -ha, three damage. <laughs> All right, Better than zero. Spicy minimum. And hit him with three damage. All right, the halfling uh, takes that splash, recoils a bit, and then rapier in hand takes a strike at Nell. And she uh, lashes out quickly. Reactively and almost defensively, but not lacking in any amount of skill or finesse. And even as you approach cautiously with your shield raised, it's like rule one of sword fighting that it is much more difficult to defend yourself against an opponent that is much larger or smaller than you. And of course, that works both ways. And having a decently large shield helps you, but it's far from a tower shield. And she ducks under your guard and catches you with the rapier as you take your position. And you take seven damage. And she is going to five foot step back into this little connecting area right here where nobody can get around there. And the rest of you can see this is a surprisingly adept strike from the halfling as she hits expertly, almost staggering, staggering now backwards and seemingly almost bringing him down with one swing. Dara levels his crossbow and is already behind her, so he's just going to go ahead and prepare to shoot if she moves, if she falls back further, advances, or attacks any of And you see him kind of, I guess those of you that can see him around the hallway, he kneels down, even leans a bit to steady himself against one of the walls, and draws his crossbow. No. And he's gonna, oh, he's also gonna call out, keep clear, do not push past her. We don't know what's there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna do what I do best, and I'm going to intimidate the halfling? Halfling. You are pretty good at that, yeah. And With a 23, and then I will five foot step up just to help prevent any attempts to move forward. And as you move up, so you can see that she is clearly shaken, as she is a, regardless of skill, very small woman with a very small rapier being borne down on by four people now. Inori. Okay. I am going to swift action buff my sword with a quick flash of my hand. Look at the magic races down Kiaren as it ignites with black energy. And I'm going to move up to here. And I'm assuming Quickly. she's got cover. Yep, right? neutral cover. Okay. And you, uh, in a quick step, cross the rest of the training area to flank on the other side of the hallway from Nell. Not pushing past, but raising what assault you can against this halfling. 
And are you going to just take a swing? No harm in it. Yes, sir. Ah. Yeah, with a, with a 13, you're... You were right. As you no try to keep yourself kind of back and safe, you, you don't want to push forward into you. who knows what. Uh, you focus on protecting yourself more than your offense and are unable to land uh, even a glance at things like that. Miller. I'll call out to Dara. No warning shots. Just take her down. And... Acid Flash. <laughs> Acid Flash! Acid Flash! It's Acid essentially splash. all I have left. Alright, so you get a 14. Does hit her. Ha-ha. Instead, another uh, ball of acid leaves Baylor's hand and again just splashes across the halfling of the hall. Uh, it's sizzling across the plaster on the walls. It does. Once again, does three damage. World's most consistent acid splash. I'm, not, I'm sure you'd prefer it was the world's most anything other than that acid splash, but world's most I mean, consistently it, rolling a lot acid splash. D3 plus two. There's not a huge difference between a minimum roll and a maximum roll. Yeah, three to five is not massive. But like five is definitely better than three. It is. And as the halfling goes to continue the assault against now, having found success on her first shake, Dara lets loose a first and with a spectacularly quick reload, a second shot from the crossbow down the hall towards her. He gets plus two for Overwatch selling, right? I believe, yes. Is it on damage as well? He gets mm -hmm. plus two to the damage because he gets half his decks to damage. When ready oh, to that's what it is. Well, let's see what we got here. That was just a straight plus two. Okay, so that's the attack rolls too lower uh, because I thought it was the both. So, but a 19 still hits her. And then he fires again. So the attack roll is normal because he's not in point blank range. And then he gets plus two to the damage. And the second one glances off from the frame of the door. But the first one strikes from the shoulder, dealing five damage. And at this point, she she does look like she's fairly severely injured. And she is going to strike out once more at Nell as these crossbow bolts rain towards her. But this time, shaken, she is going to find much less success. And she is going to move further back down this hallway, retreating back into the darkness, out of sight. And she's in cover, so you don't get her elbows against this. But as she falls back, you hear her footsteps retreat about 10 or 15 feet. And then you hear her uh, come to a stop, and you hear a pound. As if she was uh, knocking on a door or a wall or something, just trying to make noise. She doesn't call out, she just hits it. But as she does, a high-pitched ringing tears through the underground compound. Audible surely to everybody left inside. No. I'm going to call out. It's a shame everyone behind us is already dead. As I move over to Baylor and ask for 
either a potion or a healing spell. Just just something with my hand outstretched. Just I, I feel bad. It's the hell she stabbed man in an adult. Uh, Anori. Is the hallway, like, completely dark? Oh, well, because none of you are standing in front of it and you're the sources of light, yes? You have to, like, step out so your light would go down there, but yeah, it looks like okay. it's just peeking around, it's totally dark. Um, I'm gonna do, like, what they do in the... <laughs> in the... What was it? Those action movies where they switch sides. I'm gonna... You know, switch to the different wall, and as I'm going past, take a gander and switch sides like that. And uh, as you quickly roll across there, trying to keep yourself protected, you can see the halfling wounded and clutching the injury from the crossbow bolts is just pounding on another door at the far end. And the uh, the almost deafening ringing is emanating out from the doorway as she hits it. Uh, and the room between you and her seems to be an alchemy laboratory uh, with shelves covered in vials and beakers. Um, and as I take my new position over here, I'm going I'm to signal to the party without speaking, advancing, you know, signal. Basically, uh, do aggressive pointing. That's just a move action, so you still have an action that's going to do anything. Uh. Yeah, I got nothing. All right, Baylor. Uh, Baylor? I've, oh, there we go. Yeah, um, actually, I need to move. Initiative table's in my way. Uh, yeah, I'll pull out. Uh,. Sorry, potion. Fernell. That's a move okay. action. Since my hand's outstretched, you can just give it to me. Yeah, you uh, you moved over and you basically ready an action to take a potion from him. So yeah. you have the potion now. It is action to draw and you're ready to action to take it. The potion's in Nell's hands now. Alright. I can't drink it till my turn, but that just yeah, kind of saves us time. So you only have to use the action to drink it rather than action to retrieve, and then you still have your standard left filler. Or, well, yeah, you have your standard, whatever you want to do with it. I don't have much to do except move. I'll move up. And Baylor moves up to take Nell's previous, uh, Inori's previous position on the far side of the door, as now Inori, uh, the two wizards, are flanking the hallway leading to this halfling killer. Dara. Dara, get her! <laughs> is going to advance up here, uh, further down the hallway to the doorway that is connecting the two areas. And as I believe, the only person who doesn't have a light. Oh no, his light actually wouldn't even reach from here. Uh, into the darkness, he can't see anything, but he is going to uh, again kneel down, steady himself, and ready for whenever he gets catches sight of this halfling to continue his attack. She doesn't immediately make herself apparent crawling around in the darkness there. She doesn't emerge.
and you you don't know where she is. You you've lost sight of her. She's didn't come out of the darkness. She's somewhere. I'm gonna go on ahead and drink that potion with the first half of my turn. They're not very very uh, healy potions. They're they're very discount. Yeah, you only get three from that one. I mean, these are the ones that you collected off of the assassins that attacked you. So I mean, you take what you can get. But these potions do not seem to be doing nearly what the fancy alchemist's potions from town had done. They got shooken up. They're all flat now. Yeah, it's better yeah. than nothing, though. Surely. <laughs> So I will move to here just to shed a little bit of light. And with this little bit of a heal, you barge into the alchemical laboratory and you look around, you see beakers, vials spanning a huge table, occupying and uh, bending around the entire northern end of the room and uh, shells on the southern ends covered in alembics and alchemical ingredients, smaller bottles and chalices, but no sign of the halfling. Inori. I'm gonna follow him in here, so they... As you push your way in as well, well look around with Sierra and raised, you don't see where she's gone. The door on the far end is still closed, for sure, uh, but the ringing has finally stopped. It rang for about like five to eight seconds and then fell silent. I'm just gonna look at the door and go full defense. Baylor. Uh, I'm just call out, ask guys what's going on in there. Kind of motion for Dara to keep moving up. Because <laughs> I don't want to go in there. I don't want this. I didn't ask for this. Uh, and Dara, uh, not seeing a target, and uh, now with people moving in the doorway, isn't really positive how best to assist the situation. And he is going to uh, move up. His crossbow still raised towards the middle of the uh, training area here. <coughs> Right. And sneeze violently. <laughs> and sneeze twice. I just stop a few feet back to the connecting hallway, a little ways back from Baylor. Uh, crossbow still raised and ready should he see his target, but not seeing his target. Ready's two sneezes. Ready's two sneezes. <laughs> uh, ready's two sneezes. And uh, suddenly, the halfling launches herself out from where she had hidden amongst the southern shells, uh, rapier extending rapidly towards Nell before he can react. Unfortunately, Nell My does not need to react because Nell is just covered in armor, and the halfling <laughs> at this point is pretty clearly injured, and her strike just scrabbles across the outside of your breastplate. Uh, it's magical reinforcement keeping her blade from piercing at all. And as you turn to look at her, she steps back again towards the door. Uh, and Dara's gonna take some shots real quick. She's got cover, cause he's trying to shoot past Nell. But he's gonna take some shots. When does he ever let that stop him? Oh, actually I guess just one shot. 
Because he couldn't ready two of them because he did not have a far round action. Oh! Hard one. Double hard one. Double oh, man. hard ones. You are the worst Dara ever. I am so bad at role-playing Dara. This is actually <laughs> unbelievable. You have that rolled I like five or six rolls and four of them have been ones for Dara. I know. I fucked up. Nell, you're up. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not. Does that I'm mean you just shot Nell in the back? <laughs> no. He has precise shot at least. Oh, thank God. Holy crap, I rolled double hard ones. All right, Nell, what do you do? Uh, I'm sure I'm step forward and smite this fool. Yep. So, gonna step forward, and we're just gonna cut her down with the power attack. As an arrow hisses over both of your heads into the doorway be uh, beyond you. You swing your hand axe down as she just stumbles out of the way and it glances across her leather armor, uh, connecting, but not the blow you need to finish her up. Inori. Well, five foot step up. And I still have one last chill touch in this sword. If I can hit her, we'll see what happens. If, if you can hit her. And with an 18, you do hit her. Uh, the magic coursing through Ciaran, or Kiaran and the touch of frost explodes through this halfling's body. Roll me that damage. And the blade does five, and the frost touch does... Also five. All right. What do you do? Um. Seeing seeing it stumble backward, off balance, advancing while it's off balance, just go directly, simple, right for center mass, straight for the kill. And I mean, it's as simple as it get. Put them down. Just. Finish it off. Nothing fancy. Get the job done. No flourish and no time to play here with whoever is left, including Shirley Wasoka on high alert after that alarm she set off. You just step forward and strike. And the halfling takes the blow, and as ice spreads across the front of her armor and her chest, she spins and falls down to the ground, a rapier dropping from her hand as she does. All right. A uh, quick search of the body reveals. Uh, glancing over her doesn't find much. Uh, they, they don't carry a whole lot of things on them. They don't carry a whole lot of supplies, really. But it's not nothing. Uh, just quickly rifling through her pockets, turns up a potion and a small pile of seven gold. But aside from that, she seemed to have little other than the weapons and armor she bore. All right. Uh, quick identification of the potion would reveal it to be... Uh, with an 18, something quite 
different, actually. The the potion is, it's almost fizzy, but it's not quite. It's just like it's so light and thin that it's barely even maintaining its form as a liquid. This is a potion of gaseous form. I will store that with the other one that I'm carrying. Uh, knowing we don't have a lot of time, uh, I'm just going to take a rapier and throw it across the room. Same practice I've done just with everyone. Throw it back towards the, uh, towards the other area. Uh, towards the, the training area, back up from the alchemy laboratory. And, and uh... What? I do want to rifle through these for any completed potions. Just to see if what we can scavenge quick before someone else shows up. Uh, looking through, there are quite a few bottles scattered around the alchemy lab full of various liquids, but none of them are labeled. And they are all in identical, incredibly nondescript bottles. Each one of the liquids inside is clear. It could be 15 of the same thing. It could be 15 different things. It seems as if they were intentionally brewed to uh, be nondescript and ambiguous. And as Adara enters the room, loading another bolt into Damien's barbs, he goes to sling it across his back. He holds up one hand, all fingers outstretched. Five bolts. I am low. Well, that's five Should more targets behind. if we have. What's behind door I number feel one? Like we're, yeah, I feel like we're coming up to the end of this, so it should not be a big issue with your, your ammo count. Um, I don't have the know-how, really, to bother identifying 15 nondescript potions. I'm going to ask if anyone else wants to look at these, otherwise I'm not going to I mean, bother. yeah, you could just, like, pick one of them up and, and see. There's, there's looks like there's ten. Ten total bottles of something I'll just pick up the third one uh, you and pick up the third one with a 25 and uh, as you pick it up and I, I mean go to uh, just smell it a little bit it seems to be nearly odorless and take a small sip as identifying potions is done make me a fortitude save oh that will be. Oh no! An eight. Of course, I I would roll the nineteen on the perception, and a. Four and while you just barely touch, I was like, you take a swig. I mean, you just barely touch it to your lips as identifying potions is, and uh, you can feel like the chill shoot through your body. This is very definitely a poison. Not a potion. But with the incredibly small yeah. amount you imbibed, you, it has no real negative effects on you other than making you feel a bit woozy for a minute. Okay. I, I'm going to recommend we don't touch these. Chances are they're all poisons. It wasn't, Nori wasn't really paying attention, but now that she realized that he just drank one of the potions, she's That's just like going to look at you like with this, this blank look. Like, she can't understand that we just walked into this room and you started drinking shit. Like, <laughs> just blank stare. She doesn't have anything I mean, to say. I mean, I've done that with many, many potions up to this point. Because that is so. how you test potions. That's how you, yeah, that's, I mean, that's how you identify one. potions. You do, like, you take a tiny little sip, basically. 
I mean, that's what he does every time you take somebody down. They have potions. I was like, what? Is, that tastes like healing. That's that is what you do when you identify a potion. If you're not identifying it with like craft alchemy and actual equipment, you're literally tasting it. Yeah. So. It and would, I figured that would not for identifying a new. poison, I gave you the DC at minus five. So it's like it's really low. <laughs> it's my because okay. like he just barely took a sip. Yeah. Well, I suppose after that, I will ask for another potion from Baylor. And you are still fairly injured, of course, uh, having taken another strike, another fairly solid strike from this halfling, and that potion didn't really do a whole lot for you, unfortunately. I'm pulling out the Pearl of Power. That'll work, too, actually. He stops, and rather than a potion... From his bag emerges the tiny pearl. And you can see him focus for a minute with a word. Energy visibly flows out of the pearl into his fingers and disperses into his body. And one of his spells is brought back. And give you some feel-goods. Some slow feel-goods, but still some feel-goods. Yeah, so I guess just plus 10. Because I'm not going to go anywhere till the spell's done. Yeah, and you... Stand around for a minute, waiting for the Celestial Healing to take its work. And while that is going on, I'm pulling out a scroll. And your scroll is... My scroll is four mirror images. Four mirror images. Baylor ain't fucking playing anymore. He hasn't been hit yet, but he's done with this shit already. He's seen everybody else getting hit and... Being an aging half-elf knows he couldn't take the punches like everyone else's. So you pull out that scroll and four shadowy clones of Baylor spring into life around you with his visage flickering randomly between them. Well, let's go before whatever you just did where... And I will yeah, step keep going. up to the door. I will... Perception said door, because don't trust doors when halflings are involved. You don't trust doors when halflings aren't involved. But you super don't trust doors when halflings are involved. Uh, so, looking it over, you see nothing out of the ordinary. It appears to be like just yet another fairly simple door. So, same thing I do every time. Anyone else want to check the door? No faith in doors whatsoever. Doors have spurned you one too many times, which is two. Specifically the doors involved with these halflings. That is true. Both of them have been Brotherhood of Silence doors. Uh, the 19 looking over your shoulder, Baylor doesn't, like, looks around and his elf eyes see nothing either. Uh, this door appears to be That's identical as so many before it. And so far remains the only trap you found was the one on an external doorway. Because trapping an internal door would be sort of weird. They could just never open it. You never. They're halflings. Chick was pounding on it. This it's one, gonna I'm gonna go. open. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm so gonna kick uh, this one open. She was pounding on it, which definitely started the uh, whatever that alarm was that was going off. Set off the alarm spell. There probably was a trap. Yeah, there doesn't appear to be anything <laughs> else going off. There probably was a trap. All right, and uh, yeah. as you open the door, and as it comes apart, uh, you can see on the inside of the door where uh, both of you had missed, there is, in fact, 
a mooring for a hair thin tripwire that would be activated as soon as the door was opened. However, it's already been tripped by the halfling pounding on the door or something previously, but you can see the mooring for it. Uh, it's a fairly safe assumption that was what set off the ringing and the alarm. Yeah. All right. All right, let's be quick. The halfling didn't even know it was rigged or it was just in such a panic that it forgot. I mean, it seems like... Probably it wanted to wanted. set the alarm off. Set the alarm off. Nope. And now, as the group of you move into the area here, and I'll move up everyone. As the group of you move down this last little section of all of the far west, the room gives way to an open stone cavern beyond. Uh, spaced along the western walls here are six pairs of rusted manacles uh, that dangle down onto the dirt floor below. All of them are empty, save the second from the bottom, which secures the body of a beaten and bloodied woman. It's clearly Martella, but in this state you barely recognize her, and in fact she looks to be barely conscious. A lit lamp lays on the ground near her feet. Before you go, uh, survey the room. Speaking, yeah, I'm just kind of speaking back to everyone. I'm going. There's no way. There's not traps here. This is too obvious. And. I'm not going to take 20. Excuse me. I'm not going to take 20 for every square, but I am going to perception for every single square. So you stop and start to look around. And, uh, well, you're looking slowly. And Nori's going to just roll a regular perception check. You're looking around like super slow, like uh, starting to peer very cautiously around the room. Uh, and Nori, you said you wanted to look around too? We're not messing around. So yes. Nori gets a 25. That's pretty spicy. And uh, Bela, you want to just throw me one too? I mean, may as well. If roll 20, there we go. Because yeah, I assume everyone is going to like look as they come into the room here. And a hard one, unfortunately. So you get a 9. So I'm distracted. You distract. You're like, hey, hey guys, it's Martella. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one and Ori immediately. I mean, it makes sense. You're not an adventurer. You're a senator. This is not at I'm all. I'm like, oh, thank God, we're doing. You do. You're like, oh, we found her. Yes, look, guys, we did it. And uh, and Ori and Nell are fervently looking around the room, and they would notice as they entered here. And as they peered around, three assassins lunging out from the southern end of the cave around a corner where they'd been hidden. So good news, you get to act in a surprise round. Excellent. Uh, Baylor does not. That's not the right. <laughs> and let me see if Dara does, because I need to get Dara's as well. Didn't do Dara's perception. Uh, 
So many dice. Uh, Dara also does a good deck in the surprise round, yes. Okay, and so he'd be, be behind me, wouldn't he? Yeah, I'll be with my one. Sorry, uh, with this, why have the one computer set up still? Roll 20 is, is very, very laggy. And it takes me a long time to do actions on multiple tokens. So I need you guys to bear with me while I try to roll four frickin' initiatives. Because it takes a solid, like, five to ten seconds for me to switch which token I have selected. The good news is I can roll it all with the same stat block for them. I have to switch stat blocks to get the Dara, which is going to take another like 20 seconds or so to open his stat block. Open the stats. There we go. Let me roll. Let me roll. There we go. <laughs> oh, it takes so long. I can't wait till I have two computers. You guys have no fucking idea how much better this is going to be when every action I do doesn't take like 7 to 15 seconds. It's going to be so much dramatically better. Let's zoom this in a little bit. Put this over here. Give us a big old initiativo table. And sort this business. Uh, these are just some, some hot initiatives we got going on here. Alright, so down near the bottom. Well, at least that's the guy in front, so that works out for us. This guy is going to step out, and as he does, he is going to look at the group of you and see that you have noticed him. And that uh, Inori and Nell are looking this direction. Their ambush has been caught out. And he is going to throw his small pellet at the ground. And once again, an eruption of smoke is going to shield the southern cavern from view. These guys with their smoke shit. And I will just draw a little square there. On the outside, so you can see it. Dara. Well, they're there. So he's going to uh, move back out into the cave, uh, the back lane here. And he is going to raise his crossbow and aim it down towards the smoke cloud, ready for anyone who should appear. This is a surprise round. Oh, yeah, he's he just going to move out. You're right. He's just going to move out. He can't actually raise his crossbow yet. So he'll just move to right there. And where he's not looking, however, is behind him. Where you didn't quite see everyone. And as you move into the cavern, out from the darkness, springs a... an unfortunately familiar face. Surprise! I was over here! As she lunges forwards with a dagger, driving it towards Dara.
and given the perfect opportunity behind him, she lunges forward and literally jumps up, driving the dagger with as much force as she can muster up into Dara's back. And the reaction is immediate and severe. She strikes him perfectly as he is completely unaware or unawares focused back towards the group of cultists to the south. And he takes 20 damage. Anori. Wow. Okay. Uh, action, but the sword again. And the CRM flares back into life immediately. Oh, I have music for you. I was wondering where it was. I'm gonna need it for this fight. <laughs> mm, I don't know if it's gonna make you feel any better, but there you go. So that's a swift action, right? And then I'm gonna five step up right next to it. And uh I got nothing but normal attack. I'm just gonna hit her. Try What's to hit a surprise her. Surprise round. Oh, I can only you can't can... five foot and hit during a surprise round. Well, you could you can five foot and you can do the swift action. Actually, you can five foot and hit. Yeah, I was a swift action, so I guess you can oh. hit her because you just five foot. Five foot's not an action. I'm not honestly 100% positive you can use the swift, swift action as a surprise round is the question, but oh, I'll give really? it to you because I want to look it up right now. Okay. Was this the music you were changing the speed on? I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, put it at 25% faster. That's what I'm doing right now. And as you uh, swing down at her, as she dips back down towards the ground from her attack, uh, you can see that she has what appear to be several layers of shimmering magical protection revolving around her. And your shield, uh, your strike is not just deflected, but forcefully shunted to the side into the ground as you swing towards her. And she laughs. So, I thought the bounty had to do better than this. Come on. Baylor. I don't get to go. All oh, right, you know, get the surprise round. Uh, you can't see what these guys are doing because nobody emerges from the smoke. Actually, one of them would. One of them could get up through the smoke. You'd see one of them come up to the smoke cloud, which Dara... Oh, yeah, he didn't get the ready. He just got to move out there. That's right. Uh, and he's going to move out, and just as... the one before him in the hallway had done... He is going to uh, cast a spell as he emerges from the smoke and point a finger at Nell. Halt! Make a will save. A thing that I have failed 100% of he, at this point? It's a surprise round. He can't move and do ah, that. Ah, you're right. I'm going to fucking remember that at some point. I yeah. am glad he couldn't do Thanks, that. Thanks, Manshaw. Thanks, I've only fucked up six times in one surprise round. We never usually do surprise rounds. I'm so not used to this. Right, I still would have failed 100% of them. 
Mel gets to act two. You do hear a spell being cast from behind the smoke, though. Somebody else is casting spells without coming through. I mean, not really anything I can do about that. I'm going to... Five foot step to here. Tell everyone back into the hall. And then power attack this dude in front of me. He's just gonna fucking chop at this guy. Retreat! Wham! <laughs> and as you swing up the 17, does the 17 hit the regular assassins? It does! 17 hits him. Halfling's got halfling powers, but the regular assassin, you smite him for 12. And the, uh, the dude reels almost falling back into the smoke that he had just oh. emerged from. All right. First round. First actual round. Uh, you hear another spell being cast inside the smoke cloud. And then just as the assassins you had fought previously, uh, one more emerges from the smoke cloud in front of you, uh, protected by a almost like thin gray shield of shimmering magic around his body. Nara! is gonna five foot step back and ready. He's gonna, I guess a five foot step back this way towards the doorway and he's going to ready Two shots at Wasoka if she does anything at all. Right, <laughs> two shots at her stupid halfling's face for existing. And spoiler alert, she's going to do things. As Dara staggers backwards, uh, like almost reaching out towards the wall, uh, doing everything he can to keep his crossbow up and leveled at the halfling. She is going to five foot step herself back away from Inori and start casting a spell. And that is categorically a thing. That's actually the worst thing she could have that done. That is the worst thing she could have done, because that is going to mean she has to make a concentration check if Dara hits her. Now is the time to actually be Dara. Well, all right, <laughs> let's, we'll let's see. not I mean, see two ones. Historically, I have not done a great job of being Dara, but he gets two shots as she goes to cast a spell. She is definitely a point blank range. She gets plus one and plus three on the damage. And the first shot is a is crit threaten. Crit threaten on the 28. And since he's still, I'll change it fucking for him. I swear to God. <laughs> he's, since he still hasn't fixed that. I guess I'll roll it again. I, it's literally, there's a thing that says critical range 20. If you just change that to 19, Joe, come on. I'll roll the confirm for him. These same modifiers. Twenty-seven dice. Uh, it does not confirm, but he definitely hits her once. Let me see something real quick. With our level, is a seven a guaranteed failure? Seven? On what? Like on the concentration for getting hit for seven damage. Or are we not quite at that point? Are we past that? 
I think they have her stats completely wrong in the thing here. Let me double check this. Yeah, I don't know how they screwed that up that bad. But uh, they have her 26 AC, and I was like, she is not 26 AC. Bullshit, she's 26 what AC. The right. away. They, have her, they have her stats totally wrong in the uh, in the module on roll 20. So I gotta like, I gonna have to, this will take me a second to do stuff with her because I gotta double check with the book and make sure it's right because she is definitely not 26 AC. Because that would be absolutely- I guess we all die. Yeah, I guess we all just die. And she's definitely not 26 AC. You're fine. So he hits it for seven. And then his second shot. Is going to hit her for three. So he strikes her for ten total over two shots as she is casting the spell there. And these two crossbow bolts just uh, pierce through the magic and thud into her. Uh, uh, 18 actually doesn't it. Oh, he hits her for just seven. I'm wrong. I thought he, I thought that was a 28 again for some reason. I was looking at the first one. He hits her once for seven. What were you going to say, though? Was it that? Uh, no, it was the damage on that second one, but it doesn't matter. So. Oh, yeah, it didn't take the plus three for some reason. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. So uh, she concentration check. It's 15 plus spell level plus damage taken, question mark. Damage doesn't come up much. I'm not 100% on that yeah, one. Yeah, it's not very... I mean, it should. But it's not a thing we basically ever do. Most people no one ever readies to have people they're doing stuff. Let me roll it and see if she gets something crazy high or crazy low. I, I It's either... It's 10 plus damage or 15 plus damage or 10 plus spell level plus damage or 15 plus spell level plus damage plus 10. <laughs> There's so many 10 plus ones. damage plus spell level. 10 plus damage plus spell level. She, he doesn't interrupt her cast. She still gets the spell off. Uh, she takes these two crossbow bolts and then as she casts a spell, she says, look, I've even more magic prepared for this occasion. Tell me if you've seen this one before. And as the spell finishes... You have, in fact, seen this one before. A dagger with a hole bored through the center of it. This flashes into existence next to Dara, swinging towards him. And uh, as Inori, specifically, recoils super hard from that, uh, Wasoka giggles and says, You met the Fantinet! Make an attack for this. The phantasmal dagger swings towards Dara, stabbing at him again. But it just, just barely uh, pierces through the outside of his chain shirt and uh, scratches across him a bit, but doing no real damage. And uh, Martella kind of snaps to life and looks around and, like, groggily realizes that, well, a lot of things are happening in front of her. And she sees the four of you splaying out into the room, fighting against the assassins and Wasoka herself. 
and she seems to focus quickly and she raises her head up and though most of her body is still slumped down towards the ground the shackles she calls out uh, towards Nell and Nori, uh, the group of you. She's small! Use that to your advantage! Get behind her! She won't be able to defend! And since I, I'm going to admit GM fault and I don't know how to RP this, you guys all have the benefit of Martella's outflank feet. Oh, Which is what again? If you awesome. flank her, you'll get plus four instead of plus two. Okay. Inori. Okay, I'm going to... move up and around to try to get into a position to open up some attack lanes for my team. Uh, also, if you're flanking and you crit, you crit, the person you're flanking with gets to make an attack opportunity. It's really good. And uh, since so you, I go, uh, you move up behind her immediately, taking Martella's advice, circling around as she finishes her spell, and the knife flashes into existence in front of Dara. Since I have no real reason to use my second hand, because I've used all my spells, I'm gonna grip Kieran with two hands and go for a two-handed power attack. You're gonna chop the halfling. That's all we got going on today. You. Put all the force you can muster behind Karen and swing down towards Basilka, trying to put her out of the fight immediately. Oh, uh, what the? That was the wrong one. You just rolled, you rolled damage. Oh, we'll keep that if you hit her. Because that's like rolling a 500 DA, it's the better than average. With a 13, though, again, with the layers of magic around her as she twists out of the way uh, her own dagger in hand. It feels like it's hard for you to even track where she is. Like, something about her movements is just making it difficult for you to focus in and swing where you should as she twists away from the blow entirely. Baylor. I got one left. I saved it for her. You saved it for him. What do we got? Oh, God. Splintered Spear. Damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> and as she ducks under a car and the spear shatters across the ground uh, below her, splintering across the back wall. And she turns back to you. Sticks! You're a wizard. You got magic. You throw sticks? It's a magic stick. <laughs> the magic stick! <laughs> he says back, clearly upset. Well, do you want to move anywhere? No, not right now. <laughs> Alright, this cultist is going to uh, five foot step over, and he just backhands Martella, and she slumps back down to the ground. Did he actually five foot step just to do that? Yes. <laughs> and another assassin is going to emerge from the smoke cloud here, also protected by a similar shield of gray energy. And he is going to lash out towards Nell as the closest person to directly in front of him. Uh, his short sword already mid-swing as he emerges from the cover of the smoke. 
but with your armor and your shield, you're you're able to just glance the blow off to the side and take no damage. No. I'm going to five foot step to intercept the trio. Tell Dara, retreat down the hall. Baylor, advance behind me and cover me. Just yelling orders like a fucking field commander as he steps now, up to try and body all expertise. three of these assassins. I'm going to hit the one I almost killed. As you I don't think I hit him, but I got my AC. Towards him again, you do not. You, you just kind of scratch it across his back as you uh, try to give these orders to keep your shield in the way, uh, which you re you flinches away, of course, but it does basically no actual damage. Uh, this guy is going to five-foot step up, and as he does, as Wasilka's dancing out with her dagger, just dodging things, she's going to call back, Let's stab the brown one! Stab the bearded one! Stab all of the martyrs! I'm leading! And the cult the assassin looks kind of confused by this. But he's going to step up and attack Dara. Let's <laughs> see what he can do. He's just kind of like, Did what? Did she say stab the brown one? Is that what she said? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not the first time someone's been racist towards Dara. True. Uh, and confused, he's going to step up and kind of swing towards Dara, but Dara's already retreating away from this uh, dagger that's now floating in the air and just constantly swiping towards him. And he gets uh, manages to get himself out of range of the split strike before it lands. And Wasilka is going to five-foot step up to here. And as she does, she turns back to Inori. Says, oh, the glowing sword! I can do that too, but mine's smaller. And she spins around, and as she swings her dagger, glowing energy, like dark green energy, shoots up the length of it and flashes out towards you as she swipes. And as she attacks, she calls out, this is my divining knife. You seem like a nice lass, are you good? And she strikes you with the dagger. And just, like, not a good hit. She's dancing around more than she's actually trying to, like, mount any sort of a real offense. And she just kind of barely grazes it across you. But as she does and as she spins, a second copy of her twirls into life. And as this knife grazes across you, searing pain rockets through your body as the green fire around the blade shoots into the wound. And you take 12 damage. Barely touches me, he says. Yeah, the knife does. The attack barely scrapes you, but this fire shoots through and is immensely painful. It feels like it just rockets through your insides. And she giggles, says, ha ha! Knife says you are good! Speaking of knife, Dara in the corner still getting swiped out by this thing over here. Uh, but fortunately, that is still missing for now. That's got three tens of being an annoying piece of crap left. Dara's gonna go ahead and five foot step back into the room here, and the dagger will just follow along with him, almost as if it was just tied to him as it moved around like they were puppets controlled by the same string, still swinging and still slashing. As he retreats, he raises his crossbow towards Wasilka once more, readying to uh, just take the minus one in initiative to just blast two shots at her. 
And he'll fire once. It keeps deleting the three I put in damage. I don't know why. And he hits her. And he'll fire again. So that was eight, not five. Like, I'm literally watching it do it. It's this damage modifier, and I'll put in three, and then I'll hit submit, and it changes to zero, and then rolls. <laughs> oh, is that double 19s? Oh, baby! Oh my god. So he hits Please. it once for eight, and then again for 16. Now, here's the 50-50, because she has a mirror image. So Solid. you kind of want the first one to hit the mirror image. Uh, 51 plus is the mirror image, or 51 plus is her, 50 or lower is the mirror image. This is the 8 damage shot. Kidding me. 52! The 8 damage shot hits the mirror image, and the 16 damage shot hits the actual clown. Squid, that was a 20 with a... No, no, that, that was, was a 19, 19 with a 19, 19. Yeah, that was yeah, close. You are now I am now darting appropriately. As he shoots, and he reaches down and reloads his crossbow again. Last one. Inori. Oh. Reposition again. And, uh, gonna try to hit her again. As you can see, to dance around with Vasilka up here. You take another swing down towards the halfling. At the, uh, Man. 15, once again, she just twists away. And Vasilka, as she clearly is injured now with three crossbow bolts sticking out of her, is starting to move a bit slower. Just barely dodges as you slash past the gestures outfit she's still wearing. She just gasps a bit. You're not very good at this, are you? Baylor. I'm gonna move in. This is the guy that's injured? Yes. Well, I'm close to the one who stepped up to smack Martella. He's, he's just barely up. He's like clutching his side. He back at a Martell and went back to clutching his slime. His dagger's almost just hanging limp on his other side as he's just trying to turn to Nell. Gonna call out to Nell, don't let yourself get surrounded. And acid flesh. Probably not. I don't, I don't think they touch AC is 10. I don't think so either. Touch AC is not 10, unfortunately. So the 10, the acid splash does uh, miss him and goes passing the cave wall back behind. And uh, seeing that, he is going to five foot step back, draw a potion, and drink it. Whoops. That was an open roll. My bad. Well, he gets that health back. <laughs> I guess everyone just knows that. I mean, you would see <laughs> him drink the potion and clearly heal a pretty decent amount. But, uh, whoops. My bad. I'm a bad GM. <laughs> now, the next one. Is going to five foot step up and let Nell get I'm surrounded. Going to five foot step. And you are going to use your immediate action thing to move with him. That I can't remember what it's called. 
obligation. I can five foot step towards my obligation as an immediate action. Back away towards Baylor. And uh, seemingly caught off guard here. He's just going to take a cursory swing towards you anyway. And his short sword once again does not connect as you just shuck it off the shield, turning to back and forth between them, parrying and deflecting each blow in turn. Now. I'm kiting like the best of them. Uh, combat expertise swing at the one that just tried to hit me. Deal. Uh, with a 17, you almost hit him, but as your axe comes down, the force of the energy from the shield around him uh, just resists you enough to push the blade almost back and swing down just directly in front of him. And as you swing and miss, he disappears in a puff of smoke reappearing behind you next to Baylor. Uh, you still have your regular move, I guess. Yes. Do you want to go somewhere after that? No. Okay. And this just one is tanking. going to step in and they will surround you once more as he takes his swing. And uh, now from his new position of advantage here, trying to defend yourself from opposite sides is much, much more difficult. And he does manage to catch you with the short sword as oh, you're twisting um, around. I can do it again. I mean, are you? Because he's... No. He, he <laughs> I can do that? it again. <laughs> you, you need to say that before I'm like, he hit I, I mean, I had to go and look it up to make sure. I, I just it, read it. it. I'll give it to you. I, was I had to make sure. He actually got a 19, so hit you either way. But, uh, okay. So he does still hit you, but he doesn't get the sneak attack damage, so you just take seven. Yeah. Okay. But because it rolled over to my turn again. Yeah, you get your uh, immediate action back. Yeah. I lose my five foot step during my normal turns, but in return, I get to do that. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so he still hits you, but you don't take the sneak attack die, you just take the seven from the actual strike. And, uh. Wasilka is going to step to the side again. And as she steps, she once again sucks and splits into like a second copy of herself, and the green fire blazes down her blade one more time. And she again stabs out towards Inori, uh, much more quickly this time, seemingly growing bored of this particular engagement. But in her haste, her strike was not nearly as clean. And Inori just barely is able to dodge and move oh. Sierra in the way of the blow and send the dagger off to the side. And she's like, oh, come, come on, it's only gonna take one. Oof. Dara, meanwhile, still trying to not get stabbed. Let's see if Stabby the Stab Knife successfully stabs Dara. Stabby the Stab Knife successfully stabs him. How stabby is stabby, though? Is it, like, critically stabby or, like, regular stabby? That is critically stabby. All right, so the knife missed a couple of times, but this time as he backs around and loads his last arrow and uh, tries to decide about the spread of magically reinforced targets in front of him, the dagger does almost exactly what Wasoka had done, but to the front of him, uh, plunging directly towards his chest. 
and he takes seven more damage from this hit. And he cannot take another hit like that. Uh, the veteran here is clearly injured and staggering backwards, and he's just not he's just not going to be up much longer. But he's going to do his best. And he steps back again. And the knife comes with him. And he raises his crossbow and fires it one last time towards Wasoka. And that one goes wide. <laughs> and with that, he drops his crossbow to the ground and reaches for his kopesh. I'm empty. Anori. Can I yell out one word? Yes. Gonna look at Anori and call out hold. Make an eye contact with him. She's not gonna do anything. Wait for you. Oh, what is all this conspiring? Come on now, just hurry up and die. Baylor. I'm going to pull out that wand of shock and grasp we had. Oh, oh baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna step up here. He's gonna fucking outflank with a nori. Yes. You have plus four from flanking because you still have Martella's outflank. Thirteen is her touch. Thirteen oh, wow. is her touch. Give me the 50-50 for the mirror image before you do the damage. 51 is her. Okay, that's actually probably better. Yes, it probably you is. <laughs> reach out with the wand and lunge forward. No real idea what you're doing, but knowing you have to do something. And as you zap one of the copies of Wasilka, it vanishes into a poof of gray smoke. Inori. Plus four for flanking. Now all of a sudden, all that dancing around, Mori got a small little grin on her face because now is the time to strike. We're gonna do it. Ooh. That's a 21. That's definitely a hit. <gasps> Eight damage. Damn it. And you strike her, and she kind of stumbles backwards. At this point, she's clearly starting to get injured, but this little halfling here is much sturdier than you probably gave her credit for, and she is still going. 
Definitely didn't think she was going to live through that. Ah. Uh, you want to hero point the damage die? I'll let you do it. I don't know if you're technically allowed to hero point anything with d20s, but I will let you hero point the damage die if you want to. It, it was, you got a four, so it could go up or down. Can you, get... you hero point for just another action for an attack? Is that one of the options? I'm pretty sure it is, actually. I'm pretty sure you could also just hero point this thing again. Let me see. What do I do with hero points? I know I did. There was definitely something... Yeah, wait, I said no extra action, no divine inspiration. But you could use it to uh, immediately go from dying to 1 HP, and you can use it to negate a crit against you. I added instead. Oh. I did take out the extra action one. Alright. Because I didn't want to return it just like a five fucking blender full attack every time there was a boss fight. The uh, the act out of turn one, how does that one work? I could just use one to go it's after it. Yeah, you use you can use a hero point, and it's a, is it a, is it just a turn or a move action? That's whatever it says. I'm pretty sure that's you what I was it. asking. I guess whatever it says, because otherwise we're playing them as normal. This is our new system we're playing with here. Let me look. The act out of turn. Uh, it gives you one move or one standard action, but you can use it and make it immediately your turn after an yes. Okay. I I'm not going to. I was just for clarification because I'm considering it. Okay. But do you want to... Is that you, Inori? <laughs> Screw it. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a hero point to redo the damage if I can. All right. This is a one-time thing where you reroll this damage die. Because it's normally only on d20 rolls. You roll that d8 plus four. Got it. You take risks. You play the lottery. Sometimes it gets worse. So you did seven instead of eight damage. All right. This Mathematically, it was the move. Assassin is going to move up to here and then to here. And uh, bolstered now by the potion he drank and short sword back in hand. He's going to take a swing at Nell and see what he can do. And now flanking with his ally. <laughs> and uh, with this position, again, he's able to land a hit on Nell. And you are quite the tank. And you do you still even now are doing a great job of keeping their attention, but surrounded like this, you can only stand for so long. You take uh, three damage plus sneak attack. Sneak attack is not that might be three damage plus six damage. You take nine damage. Not looking good. And this one is also going to take a swing from the opposite side of you. The one energy guy does not have the magical shield, by the way. This is the blue dot on him. He's just going for it. Uh, but this one, you can defend yourself still from most of the hits, just not all of the hits. And as you take that one and stagger, you barely manage to turn and with the, the half of your axe, bring the short sword away from this attack. No. I'm a little grumpy. 
this one below me that healed. Yes. I I know he's at least hurt. He's still definitely pretty hurt. Yes. So I mean, I'm you can going... definitely still see the axe wound. It's just not as as severe of an axe wound as it was previously. So I'm gonna take a combat expertise swing at him, trying to. You are 22 with combat expertise, right? Like I'm not. I believe so. Yeah. Okay, I was like making sure, like I'm not BSing you. You are 22. So I want to make sure these hits aren't hitting you. Okay. Uh, 20 definitely hits him. You connect as you spin around and just as a retaliatory strike, dig your axe into the guy who just threw himself at you without preparation. And from that strike, you deal <laughs> eight damage. He healed for seven. You hit him for eight. And he is visibly staggered. I did my best. Uh, good news is this one can't in any way possibly flank with you. So he's just going to take a swing as they're just trying to bring you down. That's not the right thing. No, that's what Silk is about. Can I make him thing. miss by five foot stepping away? Because it's an immediate action. An immediate, this isn't like magic. It's not a magic thing. I, I was just curious. If you five foot step, he will just also <laughs> five foot step. I'm yeah. Sorry. You can't, like, activate a Yu-Gi-Oh! trap card and target your own monster, no. <laughs> there, yeah. That would be hilarious. swashbuckler thing where you yeah, get is... extra AC as you five-foot step away from an attack, but it that's, that's a different thing. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm uh, not going to five-foot step this time. He swings and he misses as well, but stays where he is in his current position. And uh, Wasoka now is surrounded by five Baylors and uh, still a wounded Nori. <laughs> is going to five foot step back away and as she does with her free hand she just touches her chest quickly and you see a burst of divine energy pour through her as she steps back uh healing her wounds oh that's cute you've got magic i've got magic we could do this forever if you want to but you could you could also just die and she is going to cast another spell and after she heals herself she turns her hand out uh, it cancels a spell and flashes towards Inori. Two spells? She can do two? First one's not a spell, actually. Just... <laughs> okay. And as she raises her hand, another copy splits out from her and raises its hand as well. And you need to make me a will save. Inori. And this is a... Enchantment compulsion mind affecting, if any of that matters to you. Um, I don't think so. Let me double check. <sighs> oh, the rules. You are paralyzed. And uh, as you turn to keep up with her and watch her split, you all see Nori just freeze in place. Uh, every muscle just locking up as she just ceases to move as Wasoka finishes her spell. And Dara's dancing with the poking device over here some more. It's got two more pokes left in it. Here's the second to last poke. And uh, that one... Glances off of his armor, so it's only got one poke loaded left in, but Dar is just barely standing. If this last minute, it's going to be a bad time. 
Hmm. Dara is out of bolts. Dara does not have anything left for a ranged weapon. Let me see, Dara. He's got like a plus one dagger or something. Does he and have a Kopesh. Yeah, he's that. he's carrying a plus one dagger and he's carrying a Kopesh. Baylor just has a generic knife. Oh, okay. Well, he is... I guess he would have pulled the dagger then. I thought Baylor had the dagger. He would have drawn the dagger because he doesn't even have the Kopesh with him. I remember now he didn't. That's why he didn't bring it with him because it's just a ceremonial thing. He would draw the enchanted dagger. And Dara... Is gonna fucking charge Lasilka. <laughs> he is the last breath of a dying man here. He is going in. And I'm gonna roll the. It's just gonna have a plus four. Okay, ignore this damage roll. This is just the attack roll I'm using because it has the melee profile. Uh, 15. I mean, Misses. shouldn't it still basically be the range since he would go off decks does he have weapon finesse hi everyone has weapon finesse so that would be i forgot i've actually forgot about our fee taxes that would be four higher which would mean he's got a 50 50 hitter 19 gets to play the 50 50 game with a mirror image and as he lunges forward with his dagger, he, a general little accident, but he hits her as an 82. He hits her. And his mighty dagger of 1d4 plus 1 damage does 4. He's going for it. Baylor. This is. This is Harry, the crossbow archer and the wizard have been demoted to trying to <laughs> melee the boss. <laughs> Nell is getting beaten to death by three people simultaneously, and the archer and the wizard are in melee trying to stab this halfling. This is a clown fiesta only Wasoka can create. And she is definitely laughing at whatever is happening here. And she like literally turns away from the Baylor's towards Dara as he as he stabs her. She turns around like, who the hell stabbed me? And she's <laughs> Dara and injured. <laughs> did, did you run out of bolts? Shocking grasp wand. Yes! Hits her with the shocking grasp wand! D100. Oh, it, it, it did it. It did it. Yep. 68. Yes. You get the D100. You, you get do past it. the mirror image. Three damage. Three damage. <laughs> As he yes. snaps Lasilka's little halfling body for three. And she just gets electrocuted and like twitches a bit and turns back on the veil. Are you out of spells? Why are you here? Anari. Held in place, watching all of this play out in front of her, still fully aware of what's happening. Make me another will save.
God, buddy. They're climbing. Yeah, with the... No, it's not the button I clicked on. What the hell? Dude, the clock. I'm clicking on the clock. Why is this happening? <laughs> Roll 20. Put the four on the clock that I have highlighted. Thank you. It's a three now, though, because she may have... Well, failed another save. See here. It's now a three. All right, we have two assassins. Uh, first, the bottom one here who is staggered. And he is going to just take one... Last desperate swing towards Nell. Because while he is on the edge of life, so is Nell. And maybe he can go down an anti-hero and bring you with him. He does not. He does not. And with one last, like, half-hearted swing, the energy leaves his body and he falls down to his knees and down to the floor. Goes to stab you, just kind of falls over. Just sort of falls over, yeah. Did my job for me. Uh, movement question, real quick. Movement answer, real quick. If I five foot step and then high guardian five foot step to lose my five foot step for the next turn, can I do that? You cannot do an immediate action during your turn. So, like, that actually categorically can't be during your turn. I'm almost positive. When was the last time we had it? Was whenever, because Grace is an well, immediate not... action. Actually, yeah, I think you can. It just takes a fifth action. So. Yeah, I, I guess you could. I guess you could okay. five foot step and high guardian five foot step. Not positive that's right, but actually I, I at the moment don't see any reason you couldn't. Uh, this guy is going to five foot step up here. And whether he's just wrote Null off or is moving on to greener pastures, he sees an opportunity to flank a wizard and he's not gonna pass up the opportunity to flank a wizard. He's flanking like five wizards right now. <laughs> he's flanking so many wizards and he is going to take a swing and the swing connects, but there are five wizards. So here comes the D6 of truth. Six is you, re-rolling one. Re-rolling one. Thanks, Dominus. That's another chance to be a six. All right, he pops the mirror image as he uh, slashes through and destroys one of the clones of Baylor gathered around. No. Well, seeing as I don't have to get around him anymore... I'm going to five foot step up to here, and I'm going to bash with Soka's stupid head in. <laughs> you're like, Thank you're you. going for, you're going for it. Oh yeah, that's, that's a, a go 24. for it. Roll me the D100. <sighs> that's fine. <sighs> Combat expertise swing. I'm protecting you guys while getting rid of a clone. And it bashes the shadowy image uh, away from Masoka, leaving her once again exposed and alone. Can I reroll that? Or is it only D20s? It's D20s. I let Shadow okay. do the damage that one time for the YOLO. I, yeah, just just making sure. Hero yeah, points or something I'm not familiar with. All right, so this one is this cult is going to five foot up, step up as this fight spills up in the northern Before he chamber. attacks, I'm going to five foot step this way. I was like, is that better? Yeah, no, no, not at all. I'm stepping this way to force him to come towards me. <laughs> he says, he says yeah, no, that was fucking not no, what I was planning. Do. This you can do. He steps up and then has an immediate action. Oh, you, have to, you have to step towards, that's not towards your... Uh, no, I, mean, I just have to end my movement adjacent, adjacent to my obligation. Ah, okay. So he steps up, and as you do, you move around Baylor to the other side to uh, protect him there, and move out of the way before this cult, this uh, assassin can even take a swing at you. 
And uh, with Selka, I'm gonna roll, I'm just gonna open roll the last stab of the little knife that could here. Damn it. Ooh. That's a Pekko. Pekko and for the Gecko. As the spiritual dagger slices one final time into Dara, he takes two damage <laughs> and oh, is no. technically still conscious. Uh, legally alive. He's such a man. Is that a one or a zero? <laughs> that he's at. Uh, he is not staggered. He is still up. He's still okay. He's like mortally injured, but it it's it stabs towards him and fizzles out of existence as it pierces, uh, just barely puncturing through his skin and doing new, no real damage. And Masoka, turning back around, sees this, just like, really? And stabs him. What a bitch. And fucking misses. He is a legend. AC misses. I like just without actually trying, just assuming Dara would accept his death and go down, just jabs towards him. Forgetting, or perhaps not realizing, that Dara is in fact a veteran. And he is not about to just let this literal clown take him like that. Like, oh, you thought I wasn't a badass. And he just barely stumbles away in her dagger. Scrapes across his chainmail, and she just... Really? And steps down to here. And... Doris can try to stab her right back. This is the knife fight of the ages here. Like a... Isabel Jackson's beat it, man. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna roll a ranged... I'm gonna roll Dignity's Barb, actually, because it's exactly the same as the Dignity's Barb attack. Because it does use this dex. And it's a plus one dagger. So I'm just going to roll a Dignity's Barb attack and I'll roll the damage separately. Because it has the right macro. As he swings back at her. Oh my god. He just barely, through that uh, shimmering field again, he can't muster the energy to stab the dagger hard enough. And he thrusts and it stops just an, a half inch, a hair from her face and pushes back. And she kind of like, her eyes wind a bit, she's like, oh! Oh! He's gonna step back. Baylor. What do you got, Baylor? Five foot step. Five foot step. So if he's gonna taste this little halfling, the non-existence is what he's gonna do. <laughs> Don't tease me, bro. What I'm gonna continue trying to do. <laughs> oh, uh -oh. <laughs> that's a twenty-two. The hitter. Give her the zap stick. <laughs> that's the one more electric damage. You hit her. She just kind of twitches a little. She's like, "Will you stop it?" Why is this so hard? Fight me! And <laughs> <laughs> Ori make a will save. I want to ask. I want to ask Kieran to help me. He helped me with the will save. Stop. Are you here, Kieran? Your mind. 
I'm not the one that's paralyzed, girl! Shake it off and get in there! Damn it, I'll do it myself. Ah! Yeah, you will. Inspiration! With a 20 on the will save, you, with every bit of energy you can muster, just barely start to move, and then you punch out of it. And you're free. Next round. <laughs> this guy, saying that uh, this first cultist, now is still standing. This is concerning to him. He didn't really plan for this. He kind of thought you'd stop by now. He's Hell just no. gonna, he's just gonna swing. He's gonna take one more, just swing it now. Let me actually. I don't think he's gonna do that. He's actually tired of just missing. This is the guy who hasn't hit you yet. He's gonna step back, raise his hand, and cast a spell that ends with a, uh, a word in common you understand. DROP! Make a will save. It is an enchantment compulsion. I know All you right. have that. Yes, plus one to this. Oh, he doesn't matter. Fuck you. He's like, what? Did you say I'm not dropping anything. <laughs> no. Drop, you say. I'm going to five foot step to the obligation, and I'm going to drop him. <laughs> In theory. In theory. Uh, dice notwithstanding. That was a 19. That was crap. I thought that was a 19. And you go up and still I'm still doing my job. Put yourself between him and as much of the party as you can. Keeping your shield raised and just... No. Actually, I can't drop these guys in one hit, can I? Never mind. I mean, you could if you rolled well. I'm not. You can't wreck on an entire attack. No, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm what I uh, said. But like, just yeah, never mind. You, I can't actually drop him in one hit. As you take your cursory swing at him, he again disappears like a puff of shadow and reappears here. I don't think that's where he wants to be, but okay. He's going to go into the middle just trying to end this, and this cultist is going to step up, and now this is just the great chain of unending flanking, as this has just devolved into a cesspit at the northern end of the corner with everyone just swinging wildly. And as he steps up, he swings, but seems indecisive. He can't even decide which Baylor to swing at. It ends up swinging at none of them. Uh, just slicing his short sword down between uh, the gaps between these various flickering forms of the wizard. And uh, Wasilka... What the fuck are you going to do? This took way longer than I thought it was going to. <laughs> Uh, they actually might run out of their buffs. I'm actually looking to see if she has anything that's rounds per level, because it might actually be starting to run out. We are the War of Attrition. All of her stuff is either just one minute flat or minutes per level, so she doesn't have anything running out yet. The one that's a minute is getting there. Be there soon. Yeah, it's almost there. She's gonna... She's gonna step back. And just, uh... Smack the assassin in front of her. She steps back away from this combat. And she says, DO THE THING! Just, just do the thing! And... She's gonna cast another spell. And no! Make another will save. 
tired of making will saves. Uh-oh. Yeah, see? You're so clearly tired of making will saves because that was a four on the die. Uh, with a six, as she finishes your spell and moves her hand out towards you, you just feel like a crippling panic overtake you, and you are frightened. And uh, Martella... I'm going to re-roll that. Oh, hero point the will save. Okay. Okay. A little better. Uh, still still uh, tired of this. Yeah, nine, nine, nine's still not going to get you safe in the fear, unfortunately. Uh, Martella is going to like raise her head again and just kind of look around and see what, that there's a this, this dying, bleeding assassin next to her. And look back up at the other end of the room and see all of you over there. And she's going to reach out with her foot and try and start trying to pull that uh that body towards her. Dara, like, what are we doing, Dara? I was say, it's. Oh, he's still got outflank because it's for a minute. So he's gonna squeeze into this square. So he takes a minus two, but he gets a plus four for flanking. So you know, net bonus. He's gonna go up there away and he is going to try to take a swing at Nell as Nell has not come to his initiative to start actually running away yet. So there's gonna be this, a plus two. He's gonna swing the Kopesh, or the dagger rather, and he's just not a melee fighter. He doesn't get it. This is a, without his crossbow, there is little he can contribute to this. Baylor. I started with 22 charges on this wand. Let's see how many we can get through. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going for the one that we're currently flanking. Hi. Anori hasn't acted yet. Damn it. Doesn't matter. (laughs) But it's... It's you. I mean, Anori hasn't acted yet. Anori oh. was paralyzed oh, yeah, and yeah, hasn't yeah. recovered Yeah, yet. you're not. She's the same reason that Nell is flanking. She's not flanking. We rolled a hard one anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, would you like to five-foot step anywhere, sir? Like perhaps out of Rusty Dagger flank town. I'll step over here. Anori, you have control again. About time... Can we end this? Ah, uh, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> what? He loves her healing potions. You haven't realized this yet? Uh, no drinking healing potions for folks, right? Yeah, I know. That's why I'm, I can't really do it. But... I can absolutely fuck this guy's day up. You can give him some slap. What do we got? What's today's hard (laughs) one? That's, it's not even low level, because realistically, with all the ones we've rolled, this could happen at any level. <laughs> that is accurate. All right, well. 
the no second time today that two hard ones in a row have been rolled. He's gonna step over towards the wall, and he's gonna go for this old archer here, because this dude looks like the most wounded and the most likely that he can possibly get out of the fight. And he is gonna step over and swing his sword towards Dara. And he hits! And he does two damage! And Dara is still up! Dara the Undying! How is this? Death How? by a million cuts. hard one for damage! And Wasilka is just gonna scream as she sees him take the hit and like... The Dara like gets knocked back into the wall but is still up. So I'm gonna scream, DO THE THING! THAT'S NOT THE THING WITH THE SYMBOL! <laughs> Now is frightened. So you. I have to run, run from Wasilka, right? You're running from Wasilka. She has a tiger to your fear. Uh, would I run realistically with the idea of getting away from her? Yeah, you're, you're not panicked. So you're running in a way that you can still be intelligent. So you can withdraw, but you're doing whatever you can to get as far from Wasilka. Like you're, you're frightened and you're running away from Wasilka, however you see fit. Wouldn't. You try to get in smoke or something to get away from the person you're trying yeah, to hide from. That would make sense to me. If you want to run to the smoke bomb, feel free to run to the smoke bomb. Yeah. So I'm just going to withdraw to the smoke bomb. You're going to run down into the smoke bomb. And then uh, since we have that end of a turn of full CC, reroll that will save. Because I'm trying to cut down on how long people are full CC'd for. All right. That was a seven. So you're still fair. Yeah. Uh, how long does that actually last? Because this one, I don't think it's very long. It's actually not based, it's just a flat 1d4. So it might be 1. If this is a 1, you're actually good regardless. I rolled it on the, like, the GM screen one, so it's a 4. Boy. There's the high rolls. We found them. It's on how long you're running away for. It's forever. Welcome. That's not the button. I well, I mean, on. I'm not actually running anymore. Yeah, but you are still frightened. If you step out of the spot, yeah. you're going to see her and be frightened again. But yeah, you're not currently running. I mean, that doesn't look like a four on the die to me. I don't know about anybody else. I can't actually see the die. No, neither can anyone else. We don't go by the die, unfortunately. Yeah, I actually rolled the solid black die. Uh, oh, this okay. guy is going to take a step back and look towards Wasilka, almost like afraid. And Wasilka's just going to fervently nod at him, like, what are you doing? And with his free hand, he's going to reach uh, under the collar of his armor and come out with his hand to cluster out his holy symbol. And he just closes his eyes, and a wave of black energy shoots out of him, washing over everybody. Everybody wow. make me a will save. Actually, it's irrelevant because he rolled a one. Everyone takes one damage. <laughs> Everyone. Because you can't take half of one, it's still one. Everybody takes one negative energy damage as this guy channels the world's most half-hearted negative energy that's ever happened. I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna do it. I don't wanna channel it. It hurts. Dara is now staggered. <laughs> Dara the Undying. God damn it. Wasilka, just gonna like shake her head. What? That's it! 
and uh, reach down and draw another another knife off of her belt and throw it at Miller. And take a step back out of the hallway. I'm gonna go find the potions! Deal with them! And the dagger she throws is... D4 for busting an image. You are four. Three. Bust another image and she just throws the dagger through and the dagger continues on to clatter off the wall behind you. Yeah, two images. I actually would have been okay getting hit by that one. Yeah, Martella... Uh... At this point, has the body near her and is bent down, like, trying to reach as far as she can go with the shackles, because they can reach to the ground. The rest of the shackles are on the ground, but she doesn't have a whole lot of range. And she's pulled this guy over and is digging through all of his pockets. Uh, still groggy, but doing what she can. But she turns and sees Nell run past her towards the smoke, and she heard the spell, and she looks back up at Ahsoka, and kind of narrows her eyes and turns back towards the smoke. She's the only key! My gun's back there! Get it! Dara is staggered. Dara can't even draw. It still provokes because he has, can't get two squares. But hearing about this, you know who's gonna just fucking try to knock a hip on LOL? What's your acrobatics? Two? Yeah, he's just gonna go. He's just gonna go for it. Oh, man. He's like, gun. I could use a range weapon. 15, 20, 30, 5, 40. 50. Alright, he's gonna he's gonna try and go for it. But he's gonna get to exactly here before the assassin takes attack of opportunity. And I'm gonna open roll this. Oh my god. <laughs> and he, he was misses. not ready. He was not ready for this for Dara to just stumble and try to move past him. He's not taking a standard action. And he'll push through, so you know in the smoke, and kind of confused, push back and through, and uh, get through the smoke ball. And that's as far as he can get with his double move, where he does, in fact, see Martella's equipment piled in the corner. Uh, what a, a rapier, her set of very brightly colored, almost ceremonial looking, but surely effective armor. Uh, what almost looks like the hidden, uh, like Altair's hidden blade from Assassin's Creed. Ooh. And a six-barreled ornate pepper box with her powder horn and box of bullets in the corner. Baylor. And a five-foot step down. And ready that wand to shock and grasp if anything comes near me. Inori. I got a wand in one hand, a dagger in the other, and I'm just like, ah! And you're just like, you're, <laughs> you're just ready to wrestle somebody! <laughs> Inori. I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna move down here by, um. <laughs> By Baylor, as as I'm on my way, um, pull out my potion that I desperately need to drink. You had you get an opportunity to drink your potion. Uh, you cannot draw an item 
out of your bag as part of a move action. You can draw a weapon. That is a move action to get the thing out of your bag. So you can only five foot step if you want to get the potion. If you have like a handy haversack or something, you can draw it out as a move action. With a regular bag, it still takes the full move action to draw. Okay. Well, I'll just do the five yep. foot then. Okay. So I'll be like up here. Okay. Yeah. Right. Here we yeah. Go. Perfect. All right. You five foot step, draw a potion out of your bag, and take a drink. And the fight that never ends continues. Continues Roll not ending. Continues not ending. Oh, the love of God. And you get a two, so you get a three health back. All right, this cultist. Having felt the negative energy hit him, he's going to reach. He's going to reach and he's going to grab his holy symbol, close his eyes, hold it up, and a wave of negative energy is going to pulse out of him as well. I guess I should roll it first before I bother having any to make a will save. Because if he rolls a one, it doesn't matter because you're taking one or one. Okay, I'm going to need a will save for everybody this time. It's typeless, I'm pretty sure it's just a will save. At 20 from Mel, 22 from Baylor. Where was that earlier when I needed right. it? Where was that on things that matter? A 16 from Anori. And we got a 14 from Dara. So everybody takes half. So you all take... Oh, Dara's actually out of range. It's an emanation. So Dara's on the side of a wall. Dara's fine. Everybody but Dara takes three negative energy damage. Now you're all theirs. God damn it. I just drank that fucking thing. Did you you take you get healed for three, then you get hit by negative energy. You take three. <laughs> okay, and I think literally everybody is gonna make this, because everyone's taken half so far. The one I have left is Wasoka. Oh, it's gonna be so funny if Wasoka fails. Yeah, literally everybody takes half. It turns out these guys don't have super high well, so the save is super low. So, Assassin A takes three. Assassin B takes three. Wasilka takes three. Martella takes three. Uh, Wasilka is gonna uh, reel back from that and like almost fall, uh, like almost fall over in an over-exaggerated way. He's like, "Wait, never mind. Let me leave first, then continue doing that. I'll be back." No. Do I make the will save before or after I take my turn? Uh, it's after a turn. I'm not gonna even take your action. So after your turn. Okay. Well, I'm going to come into here. And where's the stuff? Uh, stuff's in the back corner. So let me see exactly what's laying there on the ground total. It's going to be a few things. But uh, you see... Oh, right. It'll be back one. There is a rapier, a pepper box, a wrist launcher, uh, a few oils, a pile of a huge pile of potions, three grenades, uh, her studded leather, like almost rose pink armor, a stack of ten darts, a cloak, piles of uh, tools and equipment, a powder horn, a box of bullets, and a bunch of other stuff that's not relevant to you right now. Yeah. So, I'm going to grab the, the, the 
gun necessities. Just kind of scoop that shit up. And I'm going to tell Dara, you stay back here. Give me your potion. Literally feed it to me. I'll get her the gun. What? Don't go back out there. Okay. Fair enough. Because they're right. hitting me in the smoke with some kind of thing I don't understand, and I can tell he's about he's reeling. So I don't want him to get hit. Yeah, so maybe another uh, will save. I assume Dara and I are. For what? This is for your friend. Oh. Yeah, I forgot about that. If you're <laughs> See if it gets demoted to shaken. Uh, you're now just shaken for the rest of the duration instead of frightened. Okay, this cultist is just again going to channel a wave of negative energy out. Everybody, maybe make me a will save. We are going for just the man battery right now. Yep, make me a will save. Baylor, you take one. Not Nell, actually. Nell and Dara don't. It's just Dorian Miller. Uh, and Nori, you take three. Ooh, you're staggered. Uh, you get staggered by that blast. B both of the assassins take one as they just turn into negative energy posts and just continue channeling out what they can. Uh, through this, this waves of negative energy. And Nori's just barely managing to keep standing. And Wasilka. Fail, 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 fail. <laughs> fail. <laughs> Let me see. It would be funny if she gets brought down by her own. People. Oh my god, Wasilka fails. <laughs> Holy shit, you're on the toe. Wasilka takes three. And she just, like, she just fucking screeches out of. I said stop! Damn! And uh, stumbles down the hallway. And you hear from down the hallway, I can't get out! Dara just barely can't put it together. He's gonna pull out his one potion and drink it. Because it's time to stop being staggered now. It's time to go do our best to try to do things. So he is gonna take his one. And get one DA plus one back and pull himself off the break of staggered. And he gets five! N categorically not staggered anymore. Oh, this is such an appropriate clown fiesta for Wasoka, and I love it. This is beautiful. Uh, and he's just gonna five foot step back a little closer towards the uh, the main battle here. Baylor. Can't really tell how much these guys are injured, can you? Uh, the only damage they've taken is from the Negative energy. channels, but I mean they are definitely weakening. Uh, you can't really tell how much they've taken, but I mean they're like. 
eyes mostly closed, hands clenched around their uh, holy symbols, just emanating wave after wave of negative energy, and they're definitely weakening. They're, they're definitely not immune to it. And then I also forgot about this. What kind of armor are these guys wearing? I believe it's leather. Let me double check. Studded leather, I think. It is... A chain shirt, actually. Chain shirts. Haha! Metal, you say? Yes! Time to get tased! <laughs> Shocking grasps. Shocking grasps for everyone. Alright, here we go! Shocking grasp one! He's got metal armor! I was like, are you like plus two to the attack roll or something? Plus three, I just looked it up. <laughs> plus three to the attack roll! Oh, baby! You literally need like a ten! That's a twelve! You tased him! Good taze, good taze, good taze. Yeah. Right. That's a slightly below average taze, but it's a taze nonetheless. And you, uh, you zap that guy, and he takes a little bit more damage. And, uh, he, his eyes open, and his concentration breaks. Eyes open fully, and he uh, drops the holy symbol and raises his short sword again. Inori is staggered. If you take a standard action, you start dying in negative one. Unless that standard action is drink a potion, in which case you're fine. Well, it's a good thing I have fucking one left. There you go! Bottoms up! Three health back! That's the enough. Part, dance continues. I mean, that's enough for the moment. That's enough for at yeah. least one more channel. That's enough to not energy. be staggered. Okay, which one's this? This is the guy who is just going to continue handling right now. So he is going to channel and yet another wave of negative energy pulses out of this guy. Doing your will saves. Make me your will saves. Everyone with no. How many channels do these little three guys have? Christ. Several apiece. I mean, there's multiple people channeling, so it's several. Channels like three plus... Modifier. Yeah, it's, it's a minimum three. And this is this guy's third. Alright, uh, everybody takes one! The cubbyhole of safety. So you continue the slow tick of channel negative energy. Plus three attack roll this, idiot. Alright, no. So, I've got... The gun, the pepper box, and the 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 horn. Pepper box is the gun. The gun is called a pepper we box. We are going to die. The gun, the bullet box, and the horn I'm in. So yeah, I, so I've, I've got, got the, all that. You got the bullets, the pepper box, and the powder horn. Do any of the potions look like obvious healing? Um, none of them are labeled. They're all actually all on exactly the same nondescript bottles with the, the, uh, the clear liquid as the ones in the alchemy lab. But they don't look like poison. Like, they're, they're not clear, nondescript liquid. They look exactly like the bottles in the alchemy lab. Okay. Alright, um, I'm just gonna clear run... Clear, nondescript liquid in very, very unremarkable bottles. Okay. Oh, actually, I'm... at this point, the fucking smoke bomb's gone. It's been so long, a smoke bomb actually wore off in fight. I'm gonna run this stuff over to her, which I think also gives me enough time to give it to her. Uh, let me... 
Yeah. So you gather it all up, and then you run over towards Martella. And uh, you just dump a pile of powder horns, bullets, and the uh, pepper box. Just kind of out in front of her. And just look at her like, let's do the thing. Do the thing, please. <laughs> this guy is gonna channel negative energy. He's still channeling? Oh, wait, no, he's gonna smack you. That's right, yeah, but this dude's gonna give you a smack. This guy's gonna hold the door. He's gonna five foot step actually in front of you to just kind of body you from falling with Silka and swing at you. This guy is not channeling. And, uh,. As he tries to recompose himself after using his own body as a conduit for negative energy, he, like, it's wavering and barely even manages to swing the sword towards you. And even you, old elf, twist out of the way easily. Hey, I got major armor on. Anymore. That's fair. Martella uh, picks up the gun and, like, kind of kneels up as she can and grabs two little cartridges... Uh, so she's got me a little cartridge out of the bullet box. She pops it open. There's like small shot in there, and there's a couple different kinds of cartridges laid out. There's like uh, almost red swirling ones. Uh, will look like small, like really tiny tea bags almost. She drops a tea bag, uh, drops some tea bags in the gun, and starts trying to uh, just load it up as fast as she can, which I believe is a free action, which technically doesn't mean you, it doesn't stop you from doing it six times in one turn. <laughs> she's gonna drop all those in her box. Slam the thing shut, and raise it towards the cultist up nearest Inori, and just start firing. She's gonna. Oh my god, she crit him! I'm so sorry. Oh my god! Oh god, he's dead. She is pissed. She crits him, and uh, her first shot. Hits this top dude right between the eyes. And he instantly just like, whatever was in his head is sprayed across the walls behind him. And he drops down to the ground. And then she's going to turn, I guess, fire the second shot at the other guy then. Because he has two shots and, well, they killed the first guy immediately. And she's going to hit the second guy as well. And he's also gonna go down. Oh my god. Mark he the pepper box. She loads it and picks it up and just still shackled the wall. Her hands close in front of her and just crack, crack, and just drops both the assassins to the ground and just kind of coughs. <coughs> Don't hit her! Get away! Fine with Silka. And Dara doesn't have much. He still just has the knife in his hand. And he's gonna go to here and kind of get out of the way for everyone else, knowing that he is not the best to charge headlong into this. Baylor. I mean, neither am I, but I'm going. <laughs> Let's see. I'll go there as I walk around the corner, see that she's there. You'll walk out and see her, and she's rifling through the uh, the pouch and pockets of the half that you killed the doorway here. And she is advancing down the hall and turns back around. She's like, did you take all of them? Were you not in a hurry? 
What ar what kind of armor is she wearing? Chain shirt. Haha. -ha. <laughs> <laughs> that actually didn't matter at all earlier because it was a seventeen and eighteen or something something high and then a one. Yeah, the, like the... and uh, she <laughs> definitely has less. She definitely has less magic around her now. It is. Uh, she seems to only have the same field of energy that all of the cultists before her had. Uh, she also looks somehow smaller. And is that an eleven with the plus three? That's with the plus three. You come out, come around, and you swing the thing down at her, and she just scrambles back like, "Hey, I said I hadn't found a potion yet. We're in timeout." Anori. Anori, half dead, is just a gimp out into the hallway and follow wherever everybody's going. Where, oh, where? It's just gonna... Dragging her sword like Jason Voorhees. She's just gonna, like, like literally scraping Sierra across the ground. Stagger out towards the hallway. Is that one move? No, you can get to the corner. You can go one further. You can get to the corner with a single move. And uh, okay. see Baylor and Wasoka here as you come around the corner. And do you have anything? I don't think so. <laughs> You've Ray of Frost, don't you? I don't have that cantrip prepared. Oh, no! Right. No, wait. No, that's right. You can only prepare cantrips. You don't have access to all of them. Yeah, you have whichever ones you put up. Yeah. I thought you had used it before. I, I know. I, I took know. it off when I realized it was bad. Not this not this yeah. event. He had it. All right. Yeah, you're right. Now this is your last round of nakedness. So I can get to here with, with counting him as rough terrain. That's 30. Uh, do I have enough to get around them? That's, I don't know. Measure that. Do you? You don't. Uh, for a double. So that's no, you, don't know. you wouldn't have anyone to stand anyway. You'd have to acrobatics through Wasoka. What's my acrobatics? I'm sure potato heavy nope. armor. You know what? Why not try it? Because you shake and you have a minus <laughs> two. I, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, but I mean, if you want to, go for it. She gets an yeah, AOO and you inevitably fail. I'll move to here. Alrighty. So, uh, hearing everyone coming around the corner, it is definitely time for Wasoka to make her, her exit. And she is just going to go to here. She Not moving? withdrawing. So you can can you AOO the wand? I ha I said I had the wand in one hand and my knife in the other. You get to AOO her with your fucking knife, Baylor. <laughs> I have my dingle knife. stab. You have your dingle stab. If you kill her with a dingle stab, please. Damn it! I actually I really wanted that. <laughs> but speaking of dingle stab, she is going to draw a knife as she runs. And she is going to throw it back down the hallway. 
Uh, just kind of suppressing knives as she goes because she has several. And uh, Baylor, this knife seems to whiz past you, and you realize that's because it's not aimed at you. And it shoots right past over your shoulder and thuds into a nori for eight damage. And the nori oh. goes down. She takes him down with the knife. Takes her down with the knife. But doesn't even have time for her usual cursory quip, as she is at this point just in full retreat mode. Darius got like literally nothing he can do. Baylor. I'm gonna fire an acid splash at her. Gonna shoot a fucking acid splash. All right, give her the acid splash, my dude. We came into this world acid splashing, and that's how we're gonna fucking leave. Fourteen. <laughs> Don't roll. Damn it! <laughs> Actually. I go to acid splash and then drop the wand and pull out a potion. <laughs> what do you do? You just splash it with S and you just watch it hit her and says what I don't just... watch it hit her. You don't I even shoot... watch, you just throw no. it and go for a like, potion immediately. Like, yeah, I shoot it and turn around and start going for a potion because I heard Inori hit the ground behind me. I was firing no, a last shot. I did not do. expect it you, to hit. I was you, more focused you on don't saving an Ori. You like as she starts running, you cast a spell and baseball some acid at her and turn around and just dump a potion into Anori's mouth. And then uh, make sure she's okay and turn back around and you just see a dead halfling laying on the ground. You didn't even realize that your parting shot here. Finally, took Wasoka down. Wow. Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ, indeed. Oh. So well, Inori would make one saving roll before I would get the potion yeah, into her. You would, uh, you would make one. So roll me one, just naked d20. The death Is roll. it a uh, fortitude? Actually, yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's not going to matter. We're, we're going with... Be. Yeah, right, we're going with the... Uh, we're going with this now. I'm not just it's a fortitude save ten plus the CR of the thing and knock you unconscious. So ten plus Wasoka's CR. Well it's a thing that last potion I drank was that plus one fortitude <laughs> health potion. Boom! Got him! Plus one fortitude save. So okay, whatever this is, plus one. <laughs> well that would fail, so you'd go to dying too. But the and, uh, and I pour push. a potion down his throat, her throat. <laughs> and you get D8 plus one health back. Which is now, finally, seven. Basically the highest I've been all day. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So... <laughs> Thank you. So that's... That... Can never be un unlived. That's finally that. <laughs> that is 
finally, that, and with the uh, the kill shot that you didn't even realize was a kill shot. Or did cool guys don't was, look at explosions? Exactly. He made. He might have known it was true, and he didn't even need to see it happen. He, didn't he need will to watch say he knew. He, knew. <laughs> he fully expected that to miss. <laughs> Whatever actually happens, Baylor will claim he knew that he had the victory shot. So he fired his acid splash down the hall and immediately turned around heroically to tend to his dying comrade and the hall of one to five HP allies behind them. If it makes you feel any better, you now have the second highest HP in the party. And are at seven. I've, I've got a solid real, two. It was looking real grim there for a while. <laughs> I've had the highest HP in the party for way longer than I ever should. Yeah, <laughs> Nell has fight. two. Dara has five. You just came back from unconscious. But what matters is that Acido Splasho, the spell of heroes, finally took Lysilka down. Why do some wizards carry a light crossbow? All they need is acid splash. All they need is acid splash. Just for shits and giggles. Like oh my god. Throwing the acid balls all over the place.